0: on page Kufnan Aleph we have Eitzes Eitzes and the Chazor We're reviewing paragraph beginning on Kufnan Aleph Avul Yusayid Reishas V'achos Kol Hi Ha Emunah Avul Yusayid Reishas Kol Hi Ha the beginning the foundation of all is Emunah Lo Yishim Achshavtocha Bilva Teidah Me'amunazcha but as the Rebbe has as the Rebbe has been telling us throughout the Sefer and in all of his farm just knowing something intellectually is not going to really necessarily change your life. That's not the amuna that the is talking about. The point is for a person to enter completely, to enter completely, to immerse himself in the in the chambers of amuna, to be to be a mammon, not just somebody that understands something or knows something. This is, of course, a big chilik between. The amunah of our of our bodies and Zaydis, of our ancestors and the difficulty that we have, to a large extent, with amunah nowadays. Even though we might know more, and we might understand more, because we have our opportunities to learn and to read that our parents and grandparents didn't have, but but the but what the rebbe is talking here about <coughs> about kam khallahi khallay ahmonati comes entering into the hekhales entering into the chambers of and and being a being a man not just somebody who understands but somebody who really really is a mammon. man ki sakhuka hazais <laughs> mikuka sanafesh hakay kalibkha hakay kalibkha to engrave upon the heart this chayk, what's what's to engrave khazara layla zikr al wad walas <laughs> You know, it says in the swarm in the Solomon Sfarim, other swarm the Pshat in Hermanti Kiadaber. Hermanti Kiadaber, I believe, because I speak. Hermanti Kiadaber in the Sfarim it says that that the Kehadibur is such that a person who who learns and a person who who is Chazring, who reviews over and over again, a person who talks about Amuna, who speaks about Amuna. Constantly, that it has an amazing effect upon the person's heart. That the words of a person become engraved. I believe because I speak about these things. And the more one the more one, review, one reviews. Since Nafshi Yotzebedabro, it has a tremendous impact upon the person and it engraves, it engraves that upon the person's heart. So the Rebbe is saying that Hazar reviewing and going over and over, in Yonah Mevamunah, and speaking as he's going to talk about in a minute, between Chavey and discussing in Yonim when we spoke a little bit about it last week. It's not only a question of remembering. You see, that's, that's what we have nowadays with all the tape recorders and all, and all the machines, that it's possible for people to tape and to tape and to tape of it, but the person himself is not reviewing, is not hearing, is not saying over. There are millions of machines and computers and tape recorders that are doing terrific Chazar all the time. And the and there are different Torah that are engraved on, on tapes and on, uh, whatever they call those things, chips or something. It's engraved on, uh, th- there's a, there's a tremendous amount of Torah in our generation that's engraved, uh, uh, that's engraved upon these, uh, tapes and these computers. But being engraved upon Jewish hearts is not as common as it used to be. This Khazar is not just for remembering the Vatmoralists. When a person, and that's what we're doing now, when a person reviews, a person chazes, when a person goes over and speaks in Yanni in Amuna, it doesn't just help to remember. You know that even even if you have to memorize something for a test and you review it many times, you begin to understand it much more as you review over and over and over again. Yeah. There's a, it, 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 it broadens, it expands your understanding of the Indian. <laughs> and it makes it something which stands out. It's marvelous It's something which becomes more it becomes something which is more prominent in your life. Is this it becomes something which you see more clearly in your life. Until until it becomes part of you. I, I was learning the other night, we were learning with the in the in, in Tuesday night, we were talking about the need of being down the we were a learning from Salaam to Cycle of so we learned that it was once uh, that on a Friday night, on a Friday night after the candles went out, the the light, the kerosene lamp, whatever, everything went out and it was dark. So Yisrael Salanta continued to sit in the room where he was learning, even though there was no light. And he was certainly a person on new shots by heart, but he wasn't going over all of shots. He was reviewing. He was just saying over and over, hundreds of times a uh a of that, that speaks about Kalamasik and which means that if somebody is learning and he interrupts his learning, tossed, he still he interrupts his learning that after hundred and twenty they feed him burning coals. He has to swallow burning coals, whatever that means. And if Salanta was, was saying this over hundreds of times in the dark. And and afterwards, you know the next day, whatever somebody who had heard that what he was doing was surprised by this. there was a person that could have been learning some new material instead of repeating one ma'amachazal hundreds of times. So, so he, um, so he said. He explained uh, that he wanted to, he wanted to make that so much a part of his reality that that if in the future, any time in his life, there's the slightest distraction from learning, that there would be any hapsik that he would that he would recoil, that he would feel a pachar. It would upset him so much because of this Maim that had become a part of who he was. So there the review was not just to intellectually know something. Ibn didn't knew that Maim by heart before before he was doing that. So what was the tachlis what was the Taklis of over and over and over again? <laughs> The Torah was that it should become completely engraved within him. That it becomes become something which is second nature, so that so that, if he would, so that if he would interrupt his learning, it's not that he would remember intellectually that Maimah Hazal, but it, that it was, it was so much a part of him that it would become second nature that he wouldn't be able to interrupt his learning. The same way we see that in Halacha, that how Chazal knew exactly this number that's not important to go into right now, but we know that after a person has said 90 times, he's already davened, uh, he's already davened, uh, a month, right, of saying, the same Talamot al he's already said it, the same brachah. he's said it already 90 times, so then Chazal or that if the person is Mesupik, or the person isn't sure, he doesn't remember, that he say that? Maybe he didn't say it. Maybe he said the other one. And he doesn't know that okay. the, that we say that A'piyalach, okay. that if he already said it 90 times, he already davened up. He already davened up thirty days of Shemoneh and he said already ninety times the right one, and he said the same racha, He said the same in the winter. He said the same of Rocha. So then we say that the, that alpidin that Mustami He said the right thing. Whatever. How that? How, why that chazara of ninety is significant is not for now. But that. But you see that the chazara, the review, doesn't mean knowing something. This person's problem is that he finished Shemoneh He takes his three steps back. And he's in one of those funny situations that we've all been in, which is, uh, did I say that? And then when you hit about Tfilah saying, I don't know, it doesn't sound, like, I it doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't think I said that. So the din is that it's already, if it's already been 90 sh'manahs, so I say have this thing that people say right away, though, you know. But but it, it, it's already been, if it's already been 30 days of th- times 30 sh'manahs that he's been saying it correctly. So that means that what that is made such a roshim upon him, it's, it's engraved upon him in such a way that it becomes part of his mehus, it becomes part of who he is. It becomes second nature. It becomes part of him. And therefore, alpidin. Therefore, din The the halach is that even though it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't strike you intellectually in your mind. You don't think that you said it. But the, but the din is that we say go govaita, you said it. I don't think so. You did say it, because the reshimas of the heart are so strong from something with his chazara, with his review, where people are going over something. The reshimas are very, very powerful. That's what the Rebbe is saying. Even he says, if a person has, even if a person has a small amount of information, but he focuses on this. I saw that's exactly what Rabbi Sol was doing. He took one little sentence from Chazal. If each one of you, one of us, would have one Maimah Chazal for a day. Can you imagine the start of one that had a Rebbe in high school that was very big on that? And we began and we began every single day, and the Rebbe would put on the board a Maimah Chazal. He put on the Maima Chazal. This was, I mean, this was in 10th grade. He put a Maimach Hazal, and he would explain to us the Maimach the Pshat. and he would say, boys, try to take this Maimach Hazal with you for the day. And to review it, and to review it for the day, and at the end of the, at the end of the month we had, we had a Bechina, and all these Maimach just, uh, just uh, what they were, we had to memorize them, and to, and to, and to just write the Pshat. He didn't say anything, no Chidusha God, There's no Maimach just the Maimach and he wanted that during the day that we that we would think of this that we would review the Chazal. All of those, I remember, and I'm sure the rest of the chaver will remember those, those Mamar and they were and they were very very beautiful ones. And he chose them with us in mind, and and they, they were Mamar Chazal that became part of who became part of our consciousness. We're aware of them, and they and, and they remained with us. Throughout life, and, and if you meet any of the cherub from 30 years ago, you can still say, you know, that you can still scream at each other. That my and it, and and it brings back that memory of something that never ever left us, and it makes a relationship upon a person. That's the way it is. Even though, of course, all the kids are always screaming, "Why do we have to memorize this? It's ridiculous! It's ridiculous! What's so the this? There's no point to this." It's true that just doing it, doing something in a very cold and detached way, if it it's something which is not for the purpose of if it's not for the purpose of absorbing what something is, so then that, that might be true. But we understand that the, that, <laughs> that when a person, when you not talk between each other words of Amuna, when Jesus talk about Amun, <clears throat> when a person even within, within himself is, is, is repeating and reviewing, that it has a tremendous racial upon a person. or by let that when you take even a small Machshavah, a small piece of information, and you, and you review it over and you, over and over and you speak about it, it becomes something which is clear and it's a It's something which stands out and it's before your eyes. A'chagam chadroi kol until, mismalim Until you become filled with this Machshavah. It's something which becomes part of you. And you, and you live in this machshavah. you live with this machshavah. you live in this you remember I told you I mentioned months ago I mentioned months ago that that there was a uh, that there was a uh, that was that uh, was over 90 years old that went through terrible terrible sorrows uh, in Russia until finally he came out and he was the same age as Lubav, approximately the same age as the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he, and he made it to New York. After God, he was all the years living in some horrible town, and he kept kosher, he kept the, he kept Shabbos, and he lived like a yid all those years. So he so when he met, when when he came to see the Lubavitcher Rebbe, so the Lubavitcher Rebbe asked him, "What was mechayyeh What was mechayyeh all those years? What gave you all those years?" So he said over one sentence, "This Altayid, it was a positive. He, he said over one sentence that he, that the Rebbe Yoshab from the that the Shalom Bear told him in Yachidas like seventy five years before, when he was a kid, that the Shalom Shalombear told him a sentence, and then and then for the for the rest of his life through all that darkness he had a khias. He had a chias from that one sentence that he heard in Yachidis from the Tzadi. That was Mekhayim, there was Machazakim, all those years. So therefore, he says practically have instead of talking about so much about the stock market and talking so much about the, about the news and current events and uh, whatever and, uh, and this and the and the scores and the uh, and all these things he says instead of person should be that there should be thinking and speaking to yourself and to <coughs> about your Amunah talking about Inyanim of Amunah not just to say Advar. he's not talking about to say that's nice also to say it's a very nice thing but he's not talking just about the to say Avart <clears throat> it's, 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 it's so difficult this is something which is so for us in our times where there's so much there's so much cynicism in this, and we think we have so many other things to talk about. It sounds odd that a person would make this the topic of his conversation, Shashem Ezbarah, Malach HaS Kavaydai, that the Barisham, the whole world is filled with Hashem Ezbarah's glory. And if you speak about these things, if you talk about the Muna, you'll see he says that Gambam Ezbarah, with the in your mind and in your heart, you're going to see, you're going to begin to feel. That your entire being, your entire being, lives. You as a person, you live the It's not just that you're that you're a businessman, or you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're an accountant, you're a stockbroker, whatever. And then you come to shul for a shi'a. or you or you daven, then a shachris and the Rabbi's talking about something else. That's all true, but the Rabbi is saying that a Jew has to live in his Amunah twenty-four hours. And we're always shocked. How could it be that there could how could it be such a period between what a person believes in and what a person does? How could it be that, you know, that a person that a person goes to shul in the morning and then Khan Shalom two hours later he's already he's already Khalila stealing from somebody in business. He's already lying on the phone. He's already involved in all kinds of he's served their ice and drawbone. After he would just, after he would just finished davening, he just finished davening. So how could it be that the terrorist says that a person doesn't live with his amuna? His amuna is something which is in shul, his is amuna something yostashir but he doesn't live in the amuna. And the Rabbi's talking about entering into the heichali amuna, living in the heichali amuna, in the chambers, in the, in the in, that one places oneself in the world of amuna. I mean, the whole day is affected by that. And the stronger your amunah is, and the more that it fills you in all respects, inside and out, it will become easier for you to be a person whose so when it comes time for when it comes time for a mincha, that the mincha will be that the won't be something which is completely, completely, um, is completely out of sync with the rest of your life. But that your minch is a hemshukh of who you are. And that your marv is not something which is out of character because it's only, what's your whole marav? All together in a day. How much time do we spend with Hashem His Baruch in a day? How much time do you spend? So, let's say shachvis, even if a person goes to a shir, a shachvis, a mincha marav, all together in a day. It's it, it two hours that a person spends with the Baruch Shalom. If he's like to learn more, then a little bit more, but altogether, that the, there are many, many hours in a day, and it's only a small percentage of that time that's spent that's spent with his amunah. But if a person, and therefore we understand that when a person comes to a minch, he comes to a marv, the mincha and a marv is more of an interruption to the flow of what of thoughts and feelings that have nothing to do with amunah. So, how, what kind of a mincha could it be? What kind of a marv could it be? What, what's, what kind of an Navaridah Hashem can it be in this person's life? If it's just those few moments which what? Which are, which are, which are really completely, completely contradicting what he was Isaac in throughout the entire day. <coughs> but if a person lives with his Amunah, and he speaks words of Amunah, and that's what, something that, that we discussed in the past, one of the sweetest things. You know, when you meet, when you meet an Altayid, uh, even, even nowadays, the, the Jews who are, Jews who are raised, who are raised in the Amun, when you speak to them, even the <laughs> Diburim, even the words, which doesn't necessarily mean that, that, that everything's going to be 100% on how that individual might behave. But there's a certain, there's a Masikos, there's a sweetness, there's a sweetness to how much moon is part of that person's vocabulary, even on the simplest level. That it's part of a person's vocabulary. There's this, there's this, uh, there's this, woman that calls me every year. She already called me to the, you know, the, I, I, I speak, uh, Sarasimachuva someplace. And I've been doing it for a number of years. So, I, I look forward to, I look forward to that five minute conversation. So I how are you? Oh, she says, the 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 Zisa, the sweet and the holy, our sweet and holy father has mentioned me and I have, the, I have children who's, who are with I like the way she talks. Well, I mean you know, if she is anything like this as a person, which which I suspect that she is, so then what? It's sedekas, but just the diburim. The diburim. The, there's no cynicism like nowadays. So, you know, how should I do? What do you think? Did you see the paper today? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the de b'shecha. are like every all the diburimus are diburim of Amunah. And and every single thing that comes out and how the talk even my mother she should be well how she talks to the children the grandchildren is just the boom of emuna it's such a it's such a part of who they are words that that are filled with with that you live in your emuna so so that so that so that so your mincha is not something which is which is. Uh, an interruption. your Yominch is a continuation. It's, it's part of who you are. It's more of an intense moment with Hashem as opposed to being totally, totally, uh, incongruous with the rest of your day. It's, it's more, it's, it's a continuation of your day, but in a more intimate relationship with Hashem Bar. So even something like that, there's a difference between saying Hashem and Hashem Bar. The, the, again, this, these are not major chilukim. But also here, you know, Hashem, our God, that a person, even if a person speaks about, if a person speaks about Hashem is Bar in a warm way. Those, those the same way when, when you speak about your child. One of the it's a beautiful thing when a person says, let's say your, your your son's name is Avramo. So you say my Avramo. You see how Jews talk, my uncle, my sorrela. But if a person said my 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 rebbeishla, my Hashem is Baruch is not the same thing, but Hashem. Hashem to me is always like on a test. How did Hashem kill the firstborn of the Egyptians? It's part of Hashem Baruch is personal. Hashem Baruch is personal. And <clears throat> and whatever a person needs, of course that can become very that can become itself over time lost. When you just get used to saying things, and we have to be mechazik ourselves, and we have to try to say things to, to be mechadish. Different ways of speaking in of our ar- our ar- 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 and even how we refer to ta- Takarosh baruch. That you know, in America, like a lot of these, uh, the the Almighty. I always hated that. I don't mean I uh, that uh, like you know, anything bad about, <laughs> but but uh, the 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 Almighty. What is that? The Almighty. Who wants to be friends with the Almighty anyway? Like the the Almighty. That was like uh, you know, it was like like like. The Incredible Hulk, <laughs> or Spider-Man. You know, it sounds like from a comic book. The Almighty. It's so It's so much sweeter to say, Hashem is Baruch Hu, for the Eves, the Rabboni Shleilam. Even though Rabboni Shleilam means Master of the Universe also. But it's something which, which it's part of our vocabulary. These Diburim. Hevimagel atzamocha l'chavna l'shari betfilah. <laughs> You should accustom yourself to try to focus and to have kavana during davening. He says, he says, that when you're asking for things, these are things that, we, that we're davening for that we need. Sheba kosh is a panos, we're asking for panos, and all these other things. kavan certainly it's easier for people to have kavanah when they're asking for their personal needs, but one should from that should develop uh, should develop an ability to have kavanah for other parts of tevil. Im ritzayin chalivchayn es is eruzcha his amit If you want to test to see whether your esir is davening, whether it's true, whether it's real, whether that his that you're feeling during davening is truly a revelation of the of your nefesh to yourself, and a little and, and, and an indication that you've drawn a little bit closer to Hashem, or or perhaps it's just a, perhaps it's just a deceptive type of his that uh, that you're fooling yourself, or really you're excited about something else. And it just found a little place in, in, and it's because, and it's in your diving but really it's not because of any additional closeness to Hashem. It's not because of that. So what's the what's the bechina? What's the test? So this is going to hurt a little bit. He says, He says, <laughs> He says, look. He says, look at your midas. <laughs> if there's if there's a slight change in how you are and how you react to things during that day, and you should know that that through that the three you were able to you are able to to pull away a little bit of something which was ugly and destructive in your life. And that you were able to be megala to reveal something. Of the, of the Kedusha of, of what, of, of Elokus within you. <speaking in Hebrew> but if you see that you haven't been able through your Trilah, if you see that you're not able to, to change in the least bit, it doesn't affect you. And you're not able to, to strip away any of the, any of the lowness, any of the, of the nemichus of yomidas asbachal Then all of the Hisairis, all of the hasn't hasn't made any impact upon you. So the Rebbe is saying that it could be you fooling yourself that hisayrus is not real hisayrus. Hisayrus is not anything which is real. Something which, when there's a real hisayrus, you want to do something about it. like like it said that kadusha's Levi brings the name of the Ramban that when love when love is awakened when love when it's truly love that's awakened and it's a real realiserist then it's not satisfied until it becomes something which enters into a khaifis into something which is real something which is concrete but if you're if you're a person he says that lives all the time with all types of distractiousness iris and Yiddishkeit, and it's not something which becomes avachatachpat it's not something that finds a way to actually Affecting your way of looking at things and living, so then there's a there's a strong possibility that you've that you've been fooling yourself, that it's not it's not a real haseirus of, of closeness to Hashem, because if it would be service of closeness to Hashem, then it would have some something of an effect, something could be muhamalei <coughs> paalta, the could <coughs> be stam you fooling yourself, therefore the Rabbi says quickly, after you feel some haseirus and after you were able to put in a good tefillah so there was a davening that you felt was a davening where there was this service as long as your ruach is still as long as there still is this warmth as long as the ruach is still warm within you and you still have you still, you, you still see before your eyes the impressions of the kedusha that you just experienced you still are connected to that he says, quickly, <laughs> Since you're now since you're now in a place that is honest and it's real, and you had this Isairas, instead of just walking away from it, you should take that isiris for a moment to make a khajman al-Nafish. You make a Khajman nafish with the Hisiris. The truth is it's the whole leading of Svir al The whole leading of Svir al after Pesach, Pesach is the Hisairus. Pesach is Ezu Gilu Shechina. On Pesach night, the Baruch the opened up the world, opened up our Moon opened up her eyes to see things in a clear way. And the whole period of serious is when a person is supposed to sit with the I said, now that there was this Hisiris, now that there was an experience of Gilu Shechina, what do I do with that? And the, and working through all the Midas. working through all the Midas. And Fakir Pesach Shaini, today is the Yontir of Pesach Shaini, which is brought out in the Zayar Kodesh. That there's a Hachroza, that there's Hachroza, an announcement in Shemayim that all those who were not able to see the Matrana, were not able to see the Queen, to see the Shechina, that Pesach, that they weren't zayicha to get Yechidus with the Queen, that for thirty days afterwards and the doors are still open to go in and the Pesach Sheni and the week of Pesach Sheni which is the week of Hoid which we began we began last night today we began the week of Hoid which is a time of clarity and a time of honesty until you come to Lag which was Hoid Shabbat Hoid so the whole the whole period of Sira Soim or the week of of Hoid of Pesach Sheni in Lag is where a person takes the ayru's, and he's not satisfied with just feeling the ayru's, the rachus from Pesach, but that he tries to do something l'mayse in his life. He tries to change something l'mayse in his life. And that's the Indian of Pesach Shein, that even if a person was Tamayi, he was even chayka. Even, even though he wasn't able until now to make changes in his life, because he was far from the Mikdish. He wasn't. He wasn't holding by it, but the Hachroshev Pesach Sheni means that a person that a person is able to change and he has a second chance and he's able to say loma Why shouldn't I have this opportunity to become to change my life to be different? And if a person if a person looks if a person looks at his at, his, at himself, he makes a chesed an effort after he feels his it service, It's so ironic that the high point of the entire year is Meila usually the strongest iris that a person has is after he says Hashem alukim, Hashem ulukim, he goes through the whole the whole El, the whole Rashadim Kippur, and he has an unbelievable serious when he says Hashem al Hashem ulukim, And he's holding he's holding at that point in a very, very high place. Could you imagine if after that you know sometimes they have when you go to when you go to the Shabbatons or conventions or things Seminars, these kind of things. So they have like, they're supposed to be like, there's some big speech. There's some big, big union, a big speech. It's supposed to be filled with all kinds of a service. And then they say, now we're breaking up into workshops. You, you know, that, you, have, you have something there, into workshops. So then everybody divides up and they go, and, and they go into different rooms. And the, and the, the is says, now we're going to work on this Indian, which is really, is a terrific idea. Could you imagine if after the meal, instead of everybody running home for the coffee in the Danish, or whatever it is that you know that they have to, to break the fast. Can you imagine if Yom Kippur that the that that the entire Jewish world would break into workshops? For, for a half hour. A half hour. I'm not talking about the old, people who are old or are sick. All of Kleis would break into workshops. There's a workshop on Kast, there's a workshop on Wadangaiva, and then work on the Taifus. Different workshops. And, and what, and, 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 the, like they have in therapy, they have in therapy, which is a magic thing, is that when they have these group therapies, like, like I, I, I had, you know, I've spoken to many people about this Indian, that, like, people that, that just met, they don't even know each other. They'll sit in the room and they start saying things, you know, they talk about what they, what they struggled with, and so it's Al- Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, you know, they have the 12 steps, and people, People sit and they talk about the difficulties they've had and struggles that they've had and the and they machazik each other, right? You know, we, we all know that these are very, very effective tools to changing. And you know that every single smoker, every single alcoholic in that group has had his auras a thousand times. Not a thousand times, a million times. It could be every time he starts coughing. Every time the smoke it courts. Every, every time he looks at his, at his kids or his grandchildren and he thinks, what's the matter with me? I want to be able to spend, I want to be able to live with and see my children and grandchildren till, until I'm 90, till I'm 120. What, why do I still smoke? What's the matter with me? Or well, the person who's a decent person, I'm not talking about Stama Sugar. I'm not talking about, you know, Lumberg Nelson. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a decent person. A decent person who, who, who has a problem with drinking. And then when he, and when, he, uh, when, he, when he comes out of it, he asks himself, what's the matter with me? And he has a Hisairus, he starts to cry. And he starts to cry, and then he reaches again for the battle. And Nachomo, 30, 40, 50 years, he's not able to shake it out of himself. He had a Hisairus a, a million times. Every time every time uh, he woke up, and, and his wife was crying to him, and every time uh, he, he had a Hisairus, and he says, I can't go on this way. I'm talking about a good person, I can't live this way. But what happens with all that Hisiris? All of that Hisiris that comes from, you know, all the and that comes from Kesev, and, and all of it comes from Chabad, and Chachma Bina vadas, it never ended up. Lamais, it never came to a point of Malchus Shavah Malchus. Malchus Shavah Malchus means that he's not drinking anymore. Malchus Shavu Malchus means he's not smoking anymore. So it never comes to that. So wouldn't it be? Could you imagine? If, if they, I'm not going to suggest this, and it's not going to end up on any email. You know that this is coming yom kippur, we're going to do such a thing. But could you imagine? Forget about going to some convention or some some seminar. <coughs> Those are all nice. But not yom kippur, when there's such a givvoldig hisayus, when the britcher used to sit down and, and, and when everybody else was going to eat and right, so the britcher would say. Ugh. And, oh yeah am I looking forward to something delicious? And they, and they thought that, who knows what the B'ditchah was going to eat? And everybody knows that the B'ditchah fasted the second day, because the sake of the Yamah. He fasted two days, the B'ditchah. He didn't just fast him Kippur He used to fast for his entire life, the second day. And he would come back after him Kippur and everybody would run to the food, and, and the Gdusha's lady would take out Masech the Sukkah. You start to learn Masech the Sukkah. Is <laughs> this delicious? It's a good That's how, that's how he was Mesech the Sukkot. And if a person would make hachlotis, which Rebbe is going to talk about hachlotis, and kabbalis, in instead of just saying, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, now, now what? So what? So what happened to you, Hashem Elohim? Motsi and Kippur could already be, forget it, the whole thing is already fulfilled. But if a person would make real concrete hachlotis, that he doesn't leave it just as a hiseris, but he draws hiseris into something which is l'mayse. Because now that his heart is open, and now that he, now that he's now that it's clear to him, so he, if he would take that as iris and he would and he would try to make a chesed and nefesh that who am I and what am I? And what's the tachlis of my life? What's the tachlis of my life? What's the purpose of my life? Which is also very much connected to the week of Haid. What's the purpose of my life? Haid is also a lesson of vidui and being honest to oneself and admitting and acknowledging. Which the Kotsky said that verse from the Kotsky and all of his one liners that they like burn a hole in you. What the Kotsky said when it says in, it says in Chumash, it says uh, by by Kabbalas it says uh, that they that the people saw and they were shaking Vayamdu Merachayk Vayiru Vayinu Vayamdu Merachayk. So it says in, it says in Posut, the simple Pshat is that they that they saw and they were trembling from a distance. But the Kotsky said, nay, nee, The Kotsky said, <coughs> that's it. The Kotsky said that the deeper meaning of that that the deeper meaning of that is that you have a thing where a person sees something. And he has his iris and he's trembling. And he's still far away. His life hasn't changed at all. How many um kippas did we go through? How many um And different times of his iris. But if a person doesn't take their iris, or well, sometimes you have a person that God forbid wasn't well. But if a person wasn't well. Or we spoke with this a few weeks ago, so a person was in an accident. And then thank God he's okay. And that there was a an nace. And he has his, such a his iris. Such a hisiris. Somebody was telling me the other day, there's a the person that I know with, that, that for a long time was, was, was working hard on a shidduch for, for her oldest daughter. And it wasn't going, and it wasn't going. Sabah Hashem, she made a shidduch. The parent, they made a shidduch. And she was telling me, I, f- I can't, you can't imagine, you can't imagine how, how great, how, what do I do? I feel so grateful to Hashem what should I do? with What should I do? I feel so grateful to Hashem Isbar. So I said, yeah, try to be a good mother-in-law. <laughs> I wasn't talking about anything like that. <laughs> try, you know, try to be a nice mother-in-law. You know, be a good grandmother, Mister Shem, Do good things. <clears throat> Why don't you, you, know, write 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 a big check to some tzedakah that you love, something that you've thought for a long time that you want to help. And, and but you're, you're right; you should do something with it. You're feeling such a, you're feeling such, you're, you're feeling such hide inside. of you such a need for Haida there's such a hiss of thankfulness that Hashem. is brach. So do something good with it. Make a haklal. Be makabel upon yourself something in Avadis Hashem. And you know what? It's it's harder than writing a check. But to make to be macabre something in, in Hashem, that what that you're going to try that you're going to try that that uh, that your brachos are going to be better brachos that you make. You're gonna try to work on your shahakals. Not all the, on your shahakals. That a shahakal should be, should be a shahakal. Make the, make a shahakal a, a, a real shahakal. So all of us, our whole lives, we say thousands, tens and tens and of thousands, who of knows how many shahakals. To make the shahakal, to think what it means, shahakal niyab to make a shahakal. That the kabbalah should be something which, which is malchus shubba malchus. That's what the Rebbe is saying. So at that time, when your heart is open and you feel a service, you should look upon, you should look upon what? On on the meters that need to be fixed, on things inside of your life that need to be fixed, that need to be repaired. Because now you're open and now you're honest. <inaudible> It'll cause you to tremble. You're not as good as you thought you were. You're not as perfect as you thought you were. Normally you don't think about it. Because normally you're not in that place of honesty. Normally you're not, you don't have a service. But when you have a and then you make a cheshbon nefesh, it's a different cheshmer nefesh. When you when you're walking on, you're climbing on the mountain, and you now see things in a real way, in a big way, from a different perspective. You're not stuck anymore. You're not You're not this I'm stuck in a small place, but you're on top of the mountain. And now, when you have a hisarist, when you say, Hashem al-Kim, Hashem al-Kim, when a person has a good davening, a Hisairus from something, even if the Hisairus is not from Dvaram Shabbat Dush, but it's a hisarist, for that moment, a person is taken to the top of a mountain, he could see his life in a real way. He could see what's gone right, what's gone wrong. He has a different Hashkafa. Hashkafa means, means a perspective. It means to see something from a vantage point where you can look at things in a real way. Because when you have this iris, then you're standing on a hierarchies, you're standing on a, on, on a mountain. So the, 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 the Ramchal, when he talks about the Chum, he speaks about the Chum as, as people who are, are able to stand on top of the mountain. Like the rest of us are inside some sort of a maze. Like in the Royal Gardens, the Ramchal says that there they they were, they, they were kings that they used to have, maybe they still have such things in England or other places. Where they have gardens, where I guess some, they used to have competitions, or maybe they tortured people in such a way. Well, it was some fun. They have uh, to have a maze, you know, made up from trees and bushes. Where they, in, in the, and when you're in that place, you, you're lost. But the person standing on top of a mountain, on top of a, on top of the mountain, he's able to look down and to see the entire picture and to know where you were, where this where, where did this person make the wrong turn. Here you had to make a left, you made a right. That's how the Chachamim look at reality. That's what we were talking about yesterday in the Chaburah we're learning. That's how the chachamim look at the look at look at life, look at the world. That's what it means, hashkafa, hashkafa. Like he's a halachic Jew, he's a hashkafic Jew. They have these stupid terms that they use. Hashkafic. What, what's your hashkafic thing? And your, the people who use those terms are always the coldest, coldest. what's the hashkafic, halachic. Hashkafa means to see things in a, in a in a big way, from on top of the mountain. That's what it means to have a, a good hashkaf. Hashkifa mimank mimonka man ha shamai. Hashkifa mimon kochucha. To see things from shaman from that perspective. And then you're able to see Al Borhan Khasham. You're able to look into the into the pit of snakes. Ulhismarmer, and then you could really be you could really feel a bitterness. Remois Aysan, and then you could crush the snakes. You could begin to crush those snakes. Those, those parts of yourself that have crept into your life, that that have that have taken you away from what you once be, what you once would, believed you could be, and who you dreamt you could be, you're able to crush those snakes. After the after a good tefillah, after in you're able to, and you and then you make a chesed and nefesh. If after Hashem looking Hashem will a person, will make a chesed and nefesh, and he and he would work on it and he and he would review it. So then it would be it would be possible for him to begin to get the work on crushing the snakes. <laughs> As <laughs> Raz <ros, laughs> Lavush and Vatal Ves Et Galay, you'd be able to you'd be able to be Mavatl to nullify the the those Midas the, the those Midas Ros, you'd be able to nullify and you'd be able to reveal the Kedusha of your Midas Akadesh of who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to live. <laughs> the same way that it's impossible for a person to be an Ayved without really wanting it, without a strong Rotson. We're going to talk about Rotson in the Ayes of today. We're going to begin that parak, which the parak, the ninth parak, which is completely, completely devoted to the Indian of Rotson. So, you can't really be an Ayved without making strong decisions. It's what I was talking about a moment ago. Now we go back to that drunk or that, that the, the 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 alcoholic or the uh, smoker. So does that person have a rotson to live till 120 to see his children, grandchildren? Certainly. Does, a, does he have a rotson to stop smoking? Yeah. but he walking his whole life, you know, feeling sick and 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 uh, and coughing and and having to and having to be mishubit um, to such a disgusting thing? Of course, he doesn't want to be that way. He has a rotson What's missing from the what's missing from the smoker and from the alcoholic? is a strong and not the rotsan. He has a rotson. And you know that the Yudha Kaddai said that, that, that a rotsan even ten times is still a rotsan, which means 10, until ten times it's still called a rotsan. In other words, I want, to want, to want, it's still called a rotsan. He says, after ten then you're just, I'm a, if, you're phony. But he says, I want, to want, to want, till ten times it's still called a rotsan. Epis a rotsan. It's still wanting. But that doesn't necessarily change your life. Ritsinus there are a lot of ritzayinists. Well, Chazal said that the Rishoyim are filled with regret and remorse. Which means that they, oh, the, Rishoyim, the Rishoyim, are filled with rich sinus That they wanted not, to, I wanted not this deal. I wanted this. I wanted to be better. Rishoyim <coughs> are They're filled with rich But that's not enough. He says it's much harder. Much more than, it's much harder than a Ratzin. the That you should want, there are many, many who are helping you to want the right thing. For instance, he says, when it comes to Ratzam, you have a lot of little helpers. You're going, and Khazak. For instance, your Seikhil in and your Your education. If you were raised by nice people in a nice home, with nice friends, and a nice school, that's enough to give you good Ritzainas for your entire life. You have good Ritzainas. You know, you, you probably vote for the right candidate your entire life. You have good Ritzainas. And you're your Seikhil and also help you in the Ratsan. The Ha Hlota Batiras Hachlota Ikyuma Bishar Shak Shakozulosa Afsu Lai Ratsn Khosak aflay sechl. Ha chlota raklashem hachlota. Listen carefully, this is this is Kedai it's Kedai to, to to memorize this little paragraph. The Rabbi says here is that Ratsinas Ritsignus a uh, uh, Ratsan Taiva uh, 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 the desire the The desire, the chukah, the will, the longing for something which is good is always surrounded by mahshavis and by uh, memories and by all kinds of, all kinds of wonderful things. But you know, there's nothing as lonely, there's nothing as lonely as a haklata. What does that mean? The main effectiveness, the real life of a a decision, a haklata means a decision. A kabbalah, the real haklata only begins to live when everything else has left you. When you don't have it when you don't have a Ratsun at all, when you don't remember how Shamrullah came from Yom Kippur. You don't remember anymore. You don't feel that way anymore. You don't feel that way. Seichel. So by this point you're thinking you, you, you don't have a kheshik to go to, to go to shachris anymore. And not only that, but probably by this point if it's already you know if it's already after Hanukkah, even your Seichel might have said, look, you know after all, you're working very, very hard to support the family, and how come your wife doesn't have to go to go to shul? Only you have to go to go shul. It's not fair. It's not right. And I'll be There are many people that I know. There are many, many people that know that they don't go to shacharis. And you know what maybe my maybe my davening is even better if I daven by myself. I'm able to concentrate more. So a person, a person, by the time it comes to the middle of the year, it's already it's already a couple of months past Hashemu look kim. So he, he might not have any reason. He might not have any cycle for that. When a person's, when a person is, when a person is, let's say this, this alcoholic. Let's use this, the muscle of the alcoholic or the smoker. So when, when that, when that alcoholic had to be scraped off from the street somewhere and they had to slap him into the, into the hospital and then bring him back home, and he was crying and he swore to his wife and kids, it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna. I, oh, I feel so terrible. I feel so terrible. So that was a very powerful service, and he had a very powerful reason to change. At that time in his life, if he didn't make a hachlata that includes rehabilitation, and a real program of change, and a real hachlata then I'm not going to touch this thing again. So then he just has all the, all the, uh, all the, all that never ended up to anything, and then, and then later on in life, later on in the year, when he's feeling, let's say, depressed, God forbid, about something, or something didn't go well, and he needs some chizuk, and the most familiar way for him to get chizig is to reach for his bottle, is to take a drink. So he doesn't have at this point not Lai ratzah, but All he could have is the haklata that he made that I'm never going to take another drop the rest of my life. I'm never going to drink the rest of my life. That hakhlota. That's That hachlata. the Rebbe says, afsu. The Ika kiyum. The main existence of a haklata is when nothing else is there. When there's nothing, the you still have a rostn because you don't want to be that way. But it's not, it's not strong the way it was after yom kippur. It's not strong after they after you got drunk and you whatever it is and you, you did some crazy thing. The is not strong. You have A person let's say even if you don't talk about such uh, extreme things like uh, you know drinking or smoking, a person you know you have a person that 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 uh, yells on <laughs> yelled at his wife he yelled at it at the kids in a way that's just totally out of control. so sometimes when a person was craziest and it was the worst worst display of temper and he falls into the lowest place he he goes to sleep he's totally tobro how could I have yelled at my wife this way how could I have yelled at my kid and you cry and you beg your wife for forgiveness you beg your kid for forgiveness are uh, I don't know what happened to me, I'll never do it again. But then after that, if there's no hachlat, if there's no real void, there's no real hachlat, so then what? So then the rest of your entire life you're apologizing. Your whole life you're apologizing. You I'm sorry, I don't know what happened to you. I'm sorry. I, don't know you to yell. I won't do it again, I won't do it again, it'll never happen again. Because then when you get crazy later on, so then something happens, so then at that point you don't have a rotzin, and he's certainly a seichel. When you're angry, you're seichel, mistalak, you don't have any seichel when you're angry. You just a pure ches of, 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 of anger, so you don't have any seichel. When a person makes a hachlata, like I like have mentioned many times, that the Rebbe the Rabbi that he made a hachlata because the Rebbe Elimelech said that you know, it was known that he was younger. He had he had the the, the Rebbe Elimelech had a strong nature, so he used to sometimes he would he would show anger in a way that he wasn't happy with. And the Rebbe Elimelech was macabre upon himself that that before he says anything when he's angry, he'll first go and put on a certain coat that he keeps upstairs in his room. So he says the first couple of times he he went upstairs he put on his coat he came down and he yelled, but he says after a while you know by the time you are two or three steps off the on the way to the room you by that time, you, you know you're not you're not feeling that way anymore it already quiets down. But there has to be some hachlota something practical. Hachlota rak l'shem hachlota that's malchus sheba malchus, that's what it means that's malchus sheba malchus that's David Ramelech, that's malchus not how I feel. I don't feel this way now. But don't you remember? Don't you remember back after Yom Kippur? You said you'd never do this again. Well, that, I felt that way at that time. I don't feel that way anymore. So all these things about feelings and how you felt and how you feel now. There's no question that after the historical passes that you don't have. You don't have the same rosh you don't have the same cycle. But only if a person makes a hachlata. A real hachlata, a practical hachlata, a decision. It's not just a rasana, A decision. I will not raise my voice. I will not raise my voice again. I will not talk this way. And he makes a hachlata. Whatever he needs to, to strengthen that hachlata, and then he and then what? And then he and he sets himself to learning this inyan, to learning this inyan, and talking about this inyan. That's why these these groups, so they get together. And they shmooze. There's a there's a student of mine from, from many years ago that uh, that had fallen into into really really terrible inyanim and and, and was destroying her life. And the bochsham, she she uh, she's really come around a lot. And and she was telling me about how she went to one of these like twelve step different. You know, she was going to one of these things and she, she was going for a long time. And uh, I was I was fascinated by it, and I said, "You know, could, could you? I'd like to see some of the materials that you use." So she sent me a whole package with different things, and uh, I don't have so much time now. Maybe in the summer I'll try to look a little bit more into it. But I I, I went through quickly a lot of this stuff. Smaridik, fantastic stuff. It's 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 muss, real musa. unbelievable stuff. All it's all healthy. Hachlot is, you know, of how to change practical, real things. And the conversations, and I, I have such admiration for people who are, are courageous enough to go to those things. You see, by, by, by uns, by the firm, we're very uncomfortable with that stuff. We're all, we're all supposed to be constantly making chesh, and because we're all married to We say, and we say, so we don't need any of these things. But I have, but I have all these Balichuva, these, these Chavra of mine, these Balichuva, that they have absolutely no compunctions, they feel perfectly comfortable going to these groups. And they become greater people from them. Unbelievable great people. Not, not, I'm not only talking about the ones that have all kinds of serious nyana. But by us, we're, us, I say us, I don't mean to sound like we have some sort of a club. Because you know what I'm saying, we have a lot of problems in this club. So, we grew up in such a way, first of all, I grew up where, where, well, anything like, anything that smelled of psychology was, was like, was Africa, was from Africa, was voodoo, was for sick people, was for, you know, it was like, forget it, it was totally taboo, just the way, you know, between my parents hearing this stuff and from my rebellion and just, you know, it was always, you know, somebody being taken away, in, you know, in a straitjacket. That's, that's, you know, a dragon someplace, locking him up. That's how I understood all of that. That's why I pictured it growing up that way. But, but I always am amazed by that, that these chavah that grew up, davka, not in our world, in the yeshiva world, that even when I have a conversation with one of them, will will like say things that will be to talk honestly about inyanam that are, that are wrong and things that have to be worked on. That it's so much harder for us to grow up with all these things that, that closed us up not the Yiddish guy is supposed to do that, I, and I'm not going to get into a discussion of why, why how has that happened to us over the years, but, but I, I can sit with one of these, and within five minutes, like, this, sometimes, you know, it's a little bit too much, you to have to, but within five minutes, like, this, this is what, you know, this is what I've done wrong. this is this and that, and I have to work on this, and I'm trying to do that, and all this, and, and, and you can sit like that for 50 years, with one of the Kharifah, and the Kharifah saying, you know, I hear, I hear, <laughs> I hear, <laughs> it's like tenzine, <laughs> could be. You hold that way. <laughs> I hear. <laughs> it's like <clears> tamacht, <throat> closed, 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 closed. I don't have you, you dynamite, man. just to blast through. Dynamite to blast through. And a lot of it has to do with Kiddush, uh, and It comes from a holy place, and, and it's not for now to talk about. It comes. From certain tzmiyus also there's a certain union of and kiddush of course and, and and people who are raised in, in the in, in the way of being tzimun, it spills over into other areas of your life where you should be more open but to make an honest accounting of oneself and who you are to make a anafish, and then these groups these that they make and and then you know what they have i'm sure you know about this I mean, you've read about it you heard it you've participated maybe in some of them they have, they have all different mechanisms to see to it that we're going to help each other. You have like each one in the group, when they come to the group, they have a, uh, like a supervisor uh, or a big brother or a big sister. Someone who's already from the Vasikim. From the, someone who's already been there and done that and been through it and knows all Mahalach. And when you're going through an Indian, you call that person up, right? And it's gewaldic, you call the person up. And the person, in 24 hours, I'm your big brother. I'm your big sister. 24 hours, you call the person up and you say, and you say, "Listen, I don't know what to do. I feel like I have to have a drink." And the guy will, uh, will come right down and we'll schmooze it over. And we'll talk it over and remember we did this, we did that. Isn't it, it's amazing. That's that's. Have you saw so such a thing? The most central of Kaddish meant that. Where do they get that from? It's so it's so gevuldig <clears throat> to be mechazik one the other. And to, and to and to and to talk over the inyonim. and to strengthen the hachlatas that one makes and the other makes to strengthen all the hahlatas. Kleimer, he says, it's like climber When a person, depending upon youratsson, that's what, the strength of Yaatsson, that means keser, keser. The crown's the highest me. The That's your rutsan. What you want <clears throat> when you machazik that to be, and you're able to, you're able to to, to nullify, to remove all the meneas, all that's blocking, all that's obstructing you from your goal. If your rutsan is very strong, you're able to shatter, to break down all the obstructions. But if your rutsan is weak. If you don't make hachlotis, then God forbid the menis. The obstructions are going to destroy you. When it comes to rotzun, when it comes to rotzun, there are things that are there to help you. Which means what? It means your seichel, means your your upbringing. You can't speak. Even think when you think about something, you know I should want this. I should not smoke. I shouldn't drink. I shouldn't get angry. I shouldn't be this way. <speaking in Hebrew> you could awaken. You could have <speaking in> hesayrus. <Hebrew> and then from there you could come to to the point of <speaking in> hachlata, <Hebrew> which the Rebbe goes into explaining more. The know, how you how do you move from a Ratsan to a <speaking in Hebrew> How does one progress from the stage of of having good Ratsinus and Iris? Coming to coming to aachlat, it becomes something which is permanent by repeating and by exercising and by doing it over and over again and talking it over with chaverim. That's how the Ratsan is transformed into aachlat. And Mitzvah Shem will continue with that next week.